0: Welcome to Launch Chat, where we answer your startup questions every single day. I'm your host, Jay Care, and today's question comes from Paul in Colton. Uh, Paul's question has to do with picking a name for your startup, which can be a very frustrating process. A few episodes ago, we talked about picking a domain name and what to do if your domain name is not available. But Paul seems to be in a little bit different situation where he's just trying to pick a name in general for a startup. So how do you do that? What kind of things should you be thinking about? Should you pick an obvious name? For your product, or should you pick one like Apple or Google or Amazon that has little to nothing to do with what you actually do every day? So, uh, what tactics should you be considering when you're trying to pick a name for your startup? What things should you be thinking about? That's all stuff that we're going to be going over today's episode. Today's question comes from Paul in Colton, California. He writes in So, I've spent a few days thinking of every name imaginable for a little business plan I have in mind. However, anything remotely professional sounding or that I could see working is taken. It's either already a company name or it's being held by a domain squatters. How do you come up with a unique business name? I like the idea of a name saying what the product does with enough room for growth and without limitation. Do you go with something generic? For example, Apple can mean anything and allows them to cover a large range of products or should it be focused more towards the company name explaining what the service does? Hey, Paul. So thanks for your question. I know it could be really frustrating trying to come up with the name for your startup. Whenever I have a new idea or, you know, even a hint of an idea, uh, the first thing I do is go try to figure out what, what a good name for it would be. So I know wh- where you're at. I know that it could be frustrating. So we're going to talk about some tactics that you can use today to come up with the name for your startup. The first thing I want to do, though, is talk about the dilemma of trying to figure out whether you should pick an obvious name or you should pick like kind of an obscure name. So this is the difference between picking a name like Google or Uber or Amazon uh, versus picking like a more mainstream name like CRM.com. If you're trying to build a CRM, that's a really terrible example, but you know what I mean? Like, should you pick a really obvious name or should you pick a name that's a little more vague that gives you room to change things up? So, personally i'm a big believer in picking obvious names first and i'm not saying so obvious like thebestcrm.com like that's a little r- ridiculous right but but the name that you choose should have i feel like should have something to do with the product that you offer so launchpeer is a good example of this right it doesn't scream out app development agency for startups it doesn't scream out growth hacking agency for startups but launchpeer has a, a the launch word has a really good connotation with launching a startup and peer is your friend like you're the person helping you out so those two words put together like completely embodies what we're doing here at launch peer and so i would put that in the category of more of an obvious name luckily for us it was an obvious name that was available (laughs) so but not everyone has that luxury so but i would say if i was trying to pick a name and when i do pick a name for for the companies that i'm trying to launch my own and the startups who we work with at launch peer uh, i try to find ones that are like resonate right away with users and here's the reason for that okay it's not like it was 10 years ago or 15 years ago where you can have a domain name that's vague, but because there's not a lot of people in the ocean with you and you're not all going after the same type of customers that you have to worry too much about that because you're all kind of in a blue ocean. If you if you don't know what blue ocean means, it just means that there's not a lot of people like there's not a lot of business going on in the water at that time. Um, A red ocean would be like, there's blood in the water, there's already competitors, everyone's going after the same uh, group of people. And a lot of markets today are red. I would say that the CRM market is a huge red ocean market. (laughs) So entering that market, uh, you do it at your own risk. Uh, The same thing with like a lot of other different like social media. uh, It's mostly a red ocean because Facebook has just completely bloodied the water uh, along with Twitter and some of those other products out there. So uh, I'd say that's a red ocean, not because there's a lot of players, but because the players that are in that market have already like completely destroyed it. And so... You know, back then, you know, 10, 15 years ago, it was a little different. Today, I'd say that you want to have a name that resonates with users right away because it, it's so noisy nowadays. People see, I think they did a, a research report maybe, I think it was a few years ago, maybe it was a couple of years ago that uh, said that the average person who's online sees over 50 advertisements a day And the chances of you as an early stage startup needing to leverage that kind of traffic early on means that you need to have a name that, when somebody sees it just for a split second, they understand what it is. And so, when you're trying to figure out a name for your startup, you want to make your job as easy as possible when you're going out and trying to get traction because that's your number one job as a founder. It's not building a product. It's not uh, looking cool. It's not raising money. It's getting customers, getting revenue, getting users. Like. all of that stuff is your number one job. So it might seem cool to have a name that's a little bit vague, but having a name that resonates with users that users understand right away, like, okay, I understand kind of what that is. I understand the target demographic that they're going after and that's me. So I'm going to click on that ad or I'm going to click on that headline or I want to look into that a little bit more. So, that's just my general rule for trying to pick a name. Now, let's talk about the goods and bads of having those two names. So, Paul did bring something up that's important to cover, which is you don't really know exactly what your product is when you first start off. So, uh, Google, for example, has branched off into 100 different markets, but the name Google still is good because it was vague enough for them to be able to basically do whatever they want. They could have started a vacuum company and Google still would be an okay name because It doesn't mean anything. Uh, It means something now because they made it mean something. But back then when they were starting off or as they branched off into other products, like it's okay. I mean, they have a ton of products under Google's umbrella from uh, email clients to web browsers to a bunch of stuff. And like they could basically name anything with their brand on it and it's okay. Uh, Amazon's done this too. They have amazon.com. They have Amazon web services. And it doesn't really matter because Amazon's such a vague name that they can do whatever they want. So for them, it was okay. As a startup, though, as you're going through and you're trying to figure out what it is that you're doing, the one thing that's constant from the time that you start to a year later, two years later, five years later, is the chances of the problem that you're trying to solve changing, it goes down. The problem that Google has solved hasn't changed very much. The problem that Amazon has tried to solve hasn't changed very much. The chance that you're going to need to change your name because the obvious name that you picked in the beginning is not the product that you're trying to build later on down the road is very, very small. We see the big players in the market have these vague names, but if you look around and you see like the smaller players or the mid-sized players in different markets, a lot of them have pretty straightforward names. The biggest reason why you would want to jump from a straightforward name to a vague name uh, would be because nothing's available. And it seems like Paul's kind of dealing with that right now is he's trying to find a unique domain name or a unique business name, but none of the names that he's he's found or wants are available right now. There's one thing between having a name that's that's already been assigned to another customer or already been assigned to another business and so you don't want to try to take that name over Uh, and another thing where the domain name is not available there's there's a lot of names available just because you think you do a little search and you find that like oh well you know this domain name uh, isn't available and no variant of the domain name is available so i'm not going to pick it well then move on and pick a different name Uh, we talked about different tactics you can use to pick different domain names uh, in a, a few episodes ago. There are names out there. So don't get hung up on the first or second idea of a name that you pick. Oh, it's not available. An idea that I had a few weeks ago, and I probably went through like two or three days of brainstorming different names before I landed on one that I thought was good enough for me to use because a lot of them were taken or they weren't obvious enough for me, and I kind of like the obvious ones. Um, They didn't resonate with me right away, They didn't resonate with my friends right away, but I eventually was able to land on one that was obvious enough, but not so obvious where it was like, you know, topdevelopmentagency.com or something like that. And so there's no domain names out there, okay? There's business names out there. Uh, And if I was going to pick one or the other, I would want to pick an obvious domain name, or at least an obvious enough domain name that I was good with it. And I knew that as soon as somebody saw my brand, they would know exactly what it is that we did, how we did it, like what we believed. All of that stuff goes into branding too, but the name is like the thing that's gonna stick with you for a long time. So you wanna make sure it's something that resonates with your ideal customer because your name and your logo is the first thing that they're probably going to see. Thanks for listening to this episode of Launch Chat. If you enjoyed the podcast, we'd really appreciate it if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every time you give us a rating or review, it helps us spread the word about the podcast. And the more founders that can listen to the show, the more founders we can help with the answers that we give on the podcast. And also, it means the more questions that we'll be able to answer, and I'm sure you have the same question that a lot of entrepreneurs have, and the more questions that we can feature on the show, the better the show will be. So if you've already given us a rating or review, we really appreciate it, and if you haven't yet, please go ahead and rate rate us to review us on iTunes. And if you have your own questions about building your startup, whatever they are, head over to launchchat.io and record your question, or... Send us an email at hello at launchpeer.com and make sure you mention the podcast in the subject line of the email.